Dude, you know we were talking. We're all proud. We're both worked out this morning, but you know we're like yeah. we're like middle aged now. And like right before the show, we were both like, <gasps> like getting out all of the, the, the morning the morning stuff. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, hold on, we need five minutes. I, I don't know what it is. I'm drinking coffee. It's not like in the dude. I got I, honestly, I got this like I got this like supplement. You know, it's got like it's got like uh, um, relight in it, which is like a, you know, you got your salt, you got all that stuff. It's got like a green drink in there. It's got like uh, uh, this other uh, E3 live stuff. And I, I don't know if it's too much goodness because it was like, oh, it was like went to my chest or something. Like sugar coating. Nice. Hey, <laughs> by the way, dude, man, you, you Yinzer guys, you guys that uh, come from that area, you stick together, man. You're on one of them, arguably maybe the most famous broadcaster in sports right now, I would say. At the moment, yeah, you're on a show yesterday. You guys are boys, huh? Yeah, well, you know, listen, the Pittsburgh guys stick together, but, but McAfee, you know, is a Pittsburgh guy, but the Pittsburgh guy done well, you know what I mean? And that show's great, man. He's done a great job over the years branding himself and and just being himself. I think that's been the biggest thing. But the, all those guys in that show, you know, AJ Hawk and all his buddies, all the guys that are on that show do a great job. So whenever McAfee asked me to come on, I love going yeah. on or talking baseball with him. Because uh, he's not the biggest baseball fan. He's such a huge football <laughs> fan. No. Wrestling, UFC, all that stuff. So, you know, he's oh, got he... Ty and the boys kind of coming in with the baseball questions. Dude, he says it. He basically says it on the air that, like, and he says it, like, while you're waiting to go on, I get to hear the beginning part of it. And he's always, like, yeah. basically, like, he's like, there's only one baseball guy we ever have on here. Like, you are, you are like the authority of baseball on a Pat McAfee show. It's amazing. And the other cool thing is, what I love what he does is when somebody, when one of his guys, because he's got that whole, you know, corral of, of dudes who are all great. And when one of them asks a good question, like AJ asked you a question yesterday and you go, that's a great question. And he just, he turned and he's like, what? Good, good. Like he gets so proud of them when they do something good. And then when they do something bad, he's like, come on, come on, Timmy. Like it's such a, it's such a real, it's like hanging out with your boys. That, that show is great. They, they deserve everything. They deserve everything they're getting. I'm going to say that, you know, nobody deserves yeah. to be a zillionaire, but if anybody does that, that crew does a hell of a job. I, I say, I think they've, they've stayed true to who they are. That's the biggest thing about that show. Like, Hey, I think there's been networks that have said, okay, Hey, come with us and we're going to change it up. He's like, Nope, ain't coming, you yep. know? And, and he did it most of it on YouTube. Yep. You know, they, they had their own channel. They kind of did it that way. So he, you know, he's done a great job of really sticking to who he is, you know, and saying, we don't need your money. We like what we're doing. And now everyone's down there paying him a ton of money. Now McAfee's <laughs> everywhere, dude. He's on like college game day. Unbelievable. He's a, dude, no, seriously, because I'm still a WWE fan, dude. He can wrestle. Like he's legit. Like, I mean, like sick athlete off the top rope, like, yeah. like Logan Paul is too. Like these guys are like good athletes. So when McAfee wrestles, it's not like, oh, hey, it's Pat McAfee. Like, no, he's giving you a show. Yeah. Plus, you know, everybody's like kickers. It's like a like not not real football players. I feel like he was pretty much a football player that just, that just happened to be a kicker. There's video of him online just drilling people on on tackles and stuff like after kicks and whatever. 
He's great dude, great stuff. I love when you're out great. with him. It's really yeah. cool. Anyway, Thanks, yeah. So last night, man, the the Illidel still going strong. What's your take? Man, I tell you what, the Diamondbacks could be in trouble because the Phillies, when you at any point during the season, at the beginning, you know, when they got the little slow start, they hadn't had Harper yet. Turner wasn't playing well. I really believe a couple months ago, I think it was at the beginning of August. You know, remember when the when the um, when the Philly faithful at the bank they gave Turner that standing ovation for really no reason. They it was like almost like the radio shows were like, hey, instead of booing Trey Turner, let's show him that we love him, huh? dude. So they just gave him a standing ovation for really no reason. That at bat, I think he goes deep, and he's been one of the best players in baseball ever since. So and now the Yankees, I mean, and now the the Phillies have taken off and, and become one of the best teams in baseball for those last two months. I said Yankees there because we were with the best team in baseball in the last month. The Yankees, don't forget about that. Anyway, they're not in. The Phillies are. <laughs> but the biggest thing with, with the Phillies is that when you have, like you saw last night, Schwarber is back hitting a couple home runs. Trey Turner gets the game started in the first with a, with a home run. Real Muto has a couple doubles, driving in runs, three drives in three runs. Alec Boehm, Stott got a couple hits. Harper didn't even do much, mm-hmm. and that lineup put up 10 runs. Right. That's why this team is scary. When they're all hot and they're pumping on all cylinders, and then you've got Nola pitching the way he is and Wheeler pitching the way he is, like this team is to be reckoned with right now. And Rob Thompson's doing a great job of kind of lining up that bullpen and, uh, you know, mixing and matching there. So the Phillies are dangerous right now, man. If last, last night showed so much of the firepower – that that lineup can ambush ambush you at any time. Yeah. The other thing I'll say, you you talk about throwing a ten spot on. What I like about them also is uh, any guy in that lineup, they are all such pros and vets, and they know the game and they know the moment. How many times during the year that like Harper zero for four, three strikeouts, two run home run in the eighth on his fifth at bat. Right. Turner zero for four, four strikeouts hits a whole, hits a double to lead off an inning. Schwarber, Schwarber could strike out seven times in a row, but in a huge spot, I don't mind having him up there because he could, he could, he could blast you. They have it all, and they're pitching, man. They got some big game pitchers, pitchers on that team too. No, they really do. It's a, it's a, it's a great theme that I, I, I talk to some of the hitters, you know, with the Yankees and and stuff talking to my son or any hitters that I talk to is outcomes are distractions. You know, outcomes are distractions. Like, oh, so what? You're over for three strikeouts, like. You're one. We got to go one pitch at a time. So you could come up with the, with, with the game on the line. Like you got to be able to be in that moment. You got to be able to go one pitch at a time. You got to be able to take a deep breath and slow down. You got to hunt, hunt a zone that you want to get. You got to look to hunt the fastball. Like doesn't change because you don't become a different player because you're over four or three strikeouts. And that's why I say outcomes are distractions. If you're at the plate worrying about hitting a home run, distraction. If you're at the plate worrying about a fan yelling at you, distraction. If you're at the plate thinking about striking out, distraction. If you're at the plate and you're thinking about an, an article that was written about you, distraction. Like the best players can lock into that moment and be great in that moment. No matter what's happened or what might happen, they're able to focus and put their energy right into that moment. And you said it, you said it best, Chance. These guys, they might have a, a, a bat or two or a game or two. That they're not great. But top to bottom in that lineup, you have so many veteran guys that have been there, done that. 
and they know they're always one pitch away from changing a game. And you're seeing that with the Phillies right now. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, how did the D-backs get out of this? You face them, right? You guys, Yanks, yeah. on a series, so you game-planned hardcore against them. Yeah. Them, them, them skills of yours. So how, yeah. how do we get out of this? Who, who's got who's to be the key to get them – started and by the way it's going to be it's going to be pretty loud in that stadium too don't give those fans yeah no no no, no. hopefully the, the diamondback fans will come out there's no doubt about it i i think i think one you know a tough spot that they're in is they had zach Allen and merrill kelly as their one and two starters and those are their two horses and they, and they got they got beat both of those games by the phillies that's what i said that lineup for the phillies can beat anybody so you know they're gonna have to you know figure out their pitching right obviously they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get the bats going man because it looks like in this series they're gonna have to bang with these guys because yeah. the Phillies are hot you know when when you when you're hot like that that doesn't just go away right. and you know the, the 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 Diamondbacks are gonna have to find a way to bang with these guys you know Carroll's got to get on he's got to you know do his thing Cattell Marte Christian Walker Tommy Pham these guys have had great years and they, they, they have some firepower of their own, but they got to get hot because I just got a feeling that Philly offense is not going is not going to stop and uh, they're going to have to match them uh, run for run. Yeah. Great point. Hey, one last point on this, on this game fans out there, especially you younger, you younger cats. If you're ever considering running onto a field during a major league baseball game, you just need to look at what happened to this guy last night when <laughs> When he, when he went out there and tried, <laughs> dude, this guy, look at how hard kaboom. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Don't do it. Have you, has, you, has that ever happened when you were on a field? Have you, have you were there crazy fans? I've definitely, I've definitely, oh yeah, there's happened all the time. And the best is when the guy comes running and all of a sudden the security guards come out and you're like, oh, and you know the security guards as a player, you know, like the security guards that are there. And when they can get a shot on a guy like that, it just, it's good for the fans and the players, you know, when they can, you know, that was a total, that was like a road warrior hawk off the top rope right there, or Goldberg spear, you know what I mean? That was incredible. Or Tito Santana in the eighties just hit you, right. home, you know, but I'll tell you what, man, one, you know, I think Chick, there's some fun times with, when, when fans were on the field. And like I said, you almost feel bad for them because you know, they're not only going to get bundled, they're gonna get beat up, and then they're gonna get taken to the to the jail that every every uh, you know stadium has, like the local jail. And they're just gonna get yeah. rough, rough, roughed the up. Call you know, it the drunk tank. <laughs> yeah, the drunk tank, especially in New York, dude. I'm sure yeah. you've seen people Yankee oh, Stadium. About it. That's not good. You no. know, you don't want to end up in the drunk tank there. You know, <laughs> dude. I, all right, let me tell you one super quick story that that kind of relates to this. I would argue this is the most insane thing any fan has ever done on a, on a, on a baseball field. So right when, uh, probably a year into me and just starting a date, she rented, uh, she found this cabin up in, in, in North New York, beautiful, like uh, upstate New York. It was like a cabin in the woods. And uh, these people had like, you know, it was a nice lake and whatever. Very cool. We we're going to stay there for like three day weekend. Got a little boat out there. And you go and these people probably own like 50 acres of land, whatever. So you go and they give you the key at their main house. And then you go down your trail, drive, whatever. We get to this cabin. We're in this cabin. It's not very big. I don't. I, don't, I think it was almost like a big studio thing. Mm-hmm. And every everywhere we went, you know, you open up like to to look under the cabinet for something, whatever. There's a picture. Remember the '86 Mets when when the dude uh, parachuted in? Oh yeah. 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 Remember that? Do you not remember? 
Yeah, was that the 86 Mets? Dude, that was the 86 World Series when the, when the guy came down and said, let's go Mets, and he's powerful. Oh, I remember that. That's right. So everywhere we looked, I'm looking around, and I'm like, why are they like big Mets fans? Why do they have such a, an affinity towards this guy who, who parachuted in to the 86 World Series? Finally, it was driving me crazy. Like, there were pictures everywhere of this. So when we're leaving, we go to give the key back to the people, and I go, I'm sorry, I, I got to ask you a question. I'm like, why do you have so many pictures of the guy who flew in? To, and the, the girl goes, uh, you noticed that, huh? She goes, that's my brother. And I was like, what? And I'm like, your brother is, I forgot what they call him, like the flying fan. There's a, there's a, a name for him. I mean, it's legendary. First of all, if that happened now, he would have gotten shot out of the sky and just landed on the mound. <laughs> but, but back then, it was a different time. It's 1986. She tells a story. So... Now, remember, this is 1986, before cell phones, before anything like that. So, you know, it's nobody's home. If you call somebody's house and nobody's home, there's no, there weren't even voicemails and stuff back then. <laughs> so about two days before the game, the brother called the parents and, and the sister and was like, hey, listen, just so you know, watch the game, but I'm going to need your help after the Met game on Tuesday or whatever day it was. And they're like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Sure enough, they're sitting there. Think about this. Think about if your family's just sitting there out of nowhere and all of a sudden they go, oh my God, that's Teddy or whatever the hell his name is. They watched on the TV, her brother land on the mound at Shea Stadium during the World Series. They said they just grabbed him, took him straight to jail. I don't think he stayed in jail more than like a day. That was it. And this guy's a legendary Met guy. It's crazy story. Oh my God. You're right, dude. Though not Nowadays, 2023, that guy's not making it. As soon as he... As soon as he comes in, an F-15, an F-15 might cut him off. Yeah, it'd just be a, ske a skeleton that would land on the mound. <laughs> anyway, oh, man. Anyway, all right, I digress. Let's move on to the uh, – now we got, a, we got a big one here in the AL. How about this, dude? Interesting. Scherzer's going. Scherzer hasn't pitched in over a month. He's been banged up. I, I gotta, I'm going to ask you from your perspective. Like, you're, you're the hitting coach. We talk about this. How are you prepping for him? Are you being patient early? Are you jumping on him early? You don't know what his stuff's going to look like. But on the flip side, he's one of the best to ever do it. I'm one of the best big game pitchers ever to do it. Right. Yeah, if you're Alex, if you're Alex Cintron and uh, he was the hitting coach for the for the Astros and you're and you're going to game plan for Scherzer, I think a big thing with, with a guy like Scherzer who hasn't pitched in a while is you know we we have to see how he's going to attack us what his game plan is let's pay let's really pay attention to those first couple hitters and see what he has and let's see what his stuff looks like you know I, I always encourage the guys you know you know to come back and, and let's talk you know even if he punches you out first to bat how's the slider doing you know what's the what's the spin like on it you know where are you picking it up uh you know I think a big thing with a guy like Scherzer is he's going to make some mistakes tonight because he, I think he hasn't pitched it a little bit so if I'm the Astros, we got to be patient. We can't chase on this guy and, and let him off the hook. We got to make sure that we get him up, push him out, you know, push him out. I mean, like, don't bring him close to you where, you know, he can really get in on you. You know, let's let's push him out and make him get the ball up where we can get get our arms extended on him. But I think it's going to be interesting, interesting to see because you said it best, Chinch. He's a veteran guy. He's been here, done that. So him coming back is different than maybe a rookie coming back that's really never been in this situation. So, um, you know, I, you just got to see what he has, man. And you got to see it early on. You got to start talking at hit, as hitters. And and the game plan will no, be, no doubt be, let's get him up out over the plate. Right. Um, they The Astros can't go down 
03, right? That's just a, nah. they can't. They just can't. This isn't like the 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 Red Sox and and that it's not the same kind of roster, right? Like if they lose this game, it could be over tonight, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, they got it. This is a must win, obviously. You know, I'm you know captain obvious here, but this is a must win for uh, must win for the Astros, no doubt. You can't go down 3-0, uh, especially against the way the Rangers are playing right now. And uh, I just think they they have to find a way to win this one, get get it to at least two one to have a chance. Yeah, and by the way, I was just reading up on this today. I told you. Do you realize how good, how well constructed this Rangers roster is? I totally forgot that they Jacob Degrom is on the team, and he's not. <laughs> like there was an article in the paper, like oh, X Met, uh, you know, has to watch from the sidelines. And I'm like, oh yeah, they have Jacob Degrom, who's arguably the best pitcher in in the league. Right. He's not even he's not yeah. even here, and they are still they're getting after it hard. I have one more question what? for you. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and and John Gray's back too. Like, right, you know. We've been missing John Gray. That's why, I mean, you have to think about the great job that Chris Young did. He went, when John Gray went down, um, when DeGrom went down, and then Eovaldi was struggling, he went down. He They were like, what are we going to do? So he goes out the deadline, gets, or, or, or and John Gray was hurt. Mm-hmm. So he ends up, John Gray comes back, he picks up Montgomery, and, and then he picks up Scherzer to try and just bridge the gap to get to the postseason because they were having such a good year. So, you got to give a ton of credit. It just shows you over 162. There's going to be guys on the DL. There's going to be guys that get hurt. You know, it, 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 you have to have a roster of depth. You have to have depth in the rotation. You have to have depth in the bullpen, and you have to have depth uh, in that in that lineup too. And and I just really think that Chris Young has done a great great job from the jump, knowing that even when he got Simony and Seeger last year, uh, knowing that we're going to need those guys. And way more to get to the, to get where we want to go. Yeah, you know one other thing I noticed the other night because they always cut up to Chris Young because it's awesome with him. He it's like he's playing because he'll be like he drops. You can see he's like yeah, like whatever gets yeah. into the game. Yeah, you know, you know what? Nobody really has in the shadows of that. Who else works for the Texas Rangers? Who's Michael pretty- Young? Exactly. I'm looking in the thing and I'm like, you got Chris Young, major league legit pitcher out there. And you got Michael Young, who was arguably top five pure hitters of your generation. Oh, there's and no he's doubt. There too. And he is locked in. He is locked into that franchise, too. He is heavily invested. He's always talking to the guys, right? We had him on uh, yeah. last year. Hey, and don't forget, a guest of the Mayor's Office podcast. Go yes. check that episode out. Go check Incredible. that episode out. Incredible. The Michael, Michael Young episode a few months back was was, was amazing. I, I saw the same thing. I saw Chris Young. I'm like, oh, there's Michael Young right behind him. <laughs> but, hey, dude, that's, that's the thing, man. Get the best players that have been in the – been in that organization, surround yourself with them. And yeah. because the players know it too. So when the players see great players that were, that were, you know, only a few years back, man, it, it fires them up to see guys back. So having Michael Young as the right-hand man of Chris Young in that box is pretty cool. Yeah, that just reminded me, wait, wait, were you with the Yankees during, uh, were you there for old timers day or were you not there? Yet? Yeah, I was there for old timers day, dude. Tell me that story quick. How great was that? That was awesome. Yeah. What go, go what, that was off. First off, first off, uh, you know, shout out to my man Andy Pettit, who was like Pettit was around all the time. So I was kidding. It was like old timers day every couple of weeks when Pettit would come around. I'm like, what's up, dude? So he was <laughs> Pettit was the best, man. But it was funny to see Pettit with all those guys that 98 team came back. So like Jeter was back and Joe Torrey was back, Paul O'Neill and Tino Martinez and Scott Brocious and Daryl Strawberry. Who else was there? Uh uh, 
um, who else was there? Was just so many good players, dude. It was they were all they were all back, uh, David Wells. Wow. David 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 Wells didn't want to wear the Nike logo, so he comes over to me. He's like, Case. He's like, he put a piece of white tape on. He's like, Hey, he's like, here's a sharpie. Draw some lines on my on the on the white tape over the. Oh, Nike it's a, to match the pinstripes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so funny. I know it's so weird. So, but dude, it was one of the coolest moments of that day, bro. I'm coming down to the cage, just getting ready to to uh, hit with some of the players, and I got uh, no, no, no. I, I'm I'm going down to the hitters meeting, and. I look in Rob Kakuza's office, who's our who's our clubby, and there's Jeter, Posada, and Tori. And they're like, hey, come on in here, Case. So I go, what? I go, looks like they brought the big dogs in today, you know? And they're like, sit on down. So Joe, like, you know, Joe has me pull up a chair. Me, Jeter, Joe, and uh, Posada just go into like a really, really cool conversation about just, you know, the state of the game, state of the Yankees, state of, uh, you know, just baseball in general. Just But just to have those – three guys, you know, kind of talking who are legends in that Yankee clubhouse yeah. um, was, was pretty cool. And it was cool too. When Joe came out, um, Susan Waldman is the best dude, by the, by the way, you know, having her, to that. she's been on her podcast too. She was my saving grace there too. Like it was yeah. so nice to see familiar faces, but yeah. Susan did a great job of interviewing those guys on the field. And she brought Joe up. And when Joe got introduced, the whole team's clapping for him. It's just, such a reverence for Joe Torre there, man. He's like, he's almost like a, a godly status. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, by the way, I can't, I cannot believe how good Jeter is on the, on the, on a pre and post game show. I didn't, know, I didn't know he's, man, talk about a guy who's finally gets to relax in his life because he has been, you know, at this level, at this level forever. He just seems like so chill now. And I'm like, man, this guy's got it all going on. Dude, dude, what a what a what a really really he's a great dude, man. But you're right, he's doing a great job on Fox with Poppy yeah. and and A Rod and Kevin and those guys. And and yeah. Matty V was on the other other night too. Matty so. V's getting a lot of run on there nowadays. It's pretty. Cool. Yo, Matty V posted a picture. I guess Ortiz bought the spread for the uh, pre and post game show the other night. It right? was like it was like the ribs that uh, Fred Flintstone puts on top of his car, <laughs> like. It was just like a, it was a plate of meat, like and like meat and like vegetables and stuff. I'm like, oh man! And I talked to him the other day. He's like, dude, these guys bring some food in there. He's like, I've gained like 50 pounds since I've been doing. These things. <laughs> anyway, well, it's good, good, good postseason so far. You want to kind of see, you want to see some competitive juices flowing starting tonight with some of these teams. You want you want good yeah. series, you know? However, yeah, yeah, you want good however, series. I, I... You want the Astros to fight. You want the Astros yeah. to punch back tonight, no doubt about it. However, you're looking at the moment. I think the two best teams are in. The, like, I think the Rangers and the Phillies at this moment would make a pretty yeah. intense World Series. I that's like a pick them almost to me. Yeah. Well, you know, one one thing too. Uh, if you like offense, mm -hmm. that's two powerhouse offenses going head to head, which would be pretty cool. Obviously, pitch pitching wins you championships. But those offenses, you know, that, that's that's musty TV when you get those two offenses going. But we'll see what happens. Can't count out the Astros. Can't count out the D-backs. It's still going to be over. They still got a lot a lot of fight left. It's the first one to four, not two. So we'll see what happens. Uh, spoken like a real coach you are now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have fun watching the games tonight. We'll be back at it tomorrow, right? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we're back at it tomorrow. And uh, interesting to see what happens. Thanks for everybody for listening. Chanty, love it, brother. Great to be back at it with you, brother. And I'll see you tomorrow.